Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there, welcome in. How you doing? Happy whatever day of the week you're listening to this. Happy end of July, which is nuts. Uh, welcome on in, everybody. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show and the Believe Podcast Network is on the air or on the recordings, and we are doing it big. Appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always means a lot when I click in, getting ready to post a new episode and see the numbers of those that have listened. Appreciate it. Seems like a pretty positive reaction to last week's episode talking about the Kansas assistant coach search. A lot of interesting points. And if you enjoyed that kind of conversation, if you enjoyed the whole investigative report, if you will, then let me know. Send me your questions. Uh, we are sort of in the dog days of summer now. The NBA Finals are finished. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks and specifically to Giannis Antetokounmpo, or however you pronounce it. Lots of vowels. It's tough. But a special not congratulations, a special you didn't do it again, uh, right to Chris Paul. So way to go. Again, you had a 2-0 lead and didn't come through. Suns played the first healthy team of their playoffs, and it didn't have anyways, this is a college basketball show. Uh, I am Jonas Nordman. Thank you so much for listening against the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast home or your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? And I'm a little scatterbrained today just because, look, the, the main topic on everybody's lips right now is just a topic I don't want to talk about. But something that needs to be, it's a, it's a topic that needs to be broached, breached. And we're going to have to dig into it. It's unfortunate. In fact, I'm getting updates right now. Let's see. Big 12 ADs are meeting Thursday to discuss situation regarding Texas, Oklahoma. All right. So that gives you an idea of sort of what the, the focus of today's episode is going to be. I hate this topic. It's going to be hot takes. It's going to be people talking out of their behind about stuff they don't really know about. It's going to be shadow meetings in the Big 12, like the update I just got here as I'm sitting on air. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, I'm not saying I don't like today's episode. It might be a really good episode because it's just going to be fire and brimstone and anger and vinegar and vitriol. But we'll, we'll get into that in a second. I'm just sitting here stewing in the middle of summer. You know, I turn off the AC for when I do the recording because I just got a big old box fan you know, sticking out the window. So I have to turn that off because it's very loud and I don't, I don't want it bleeding in. only thing I want you to hear are these sultry tones. Nothing else. So I have to turn the fan on and I'm stewing. Um, here, uh, before we get to the actual stuff they tune in for, here's a hot take for you, literally and figuratively. After you graduate school, after you graduate college, or whatever your last step is before you go on to bigger and better things, summer is wildly overrated. Yeah, what's the point? You don't have a summer break anymore. 
Instead, you just sit here sweating. You got swampiness in your nether regions. You don't, you can't do anything about the heat. And it's just miserable. Summer is miserable. And I live in a temperate climate, as opposed to the majority of the people listening to me who are probably in the Midwest or, or elsewhere where humidity is a thing. So, yeah, I don't know what the big deal is. It's like summer's here, time to let loose, let my hair down. Summer is oppressive and awful. And yes, you can come at me and saying you don't live in a cold weather place. Summers are reprieve. It's better than the 180 that's awaiting us. I disagree. I vehemently disagree. I spent time in Kansas, obviously. I've spent time in cold weather places. Big whoop. Put a jacket on. Put some layers on. <laughs> I hate summer. I, I talked about it last week, right? I was just in Kansas, back to the old stomping grounds for the July 4th weekend. Just ruined like three or four shirts by being there. Yes, I'm a bit of a sweaty Betty. I run hot. So it doesn't help. But, man, when you don't have summer breaks to look forward to anymore, and I guess this excludes all of our teachers out there who are listening, God bless you. You deserve to be paid way more. Teachers should be the ones putting spaceships up into space. <laughs> spaceships that look like wieners up there flying into space. But I guess you get your summer breaks. Uh, but for those of you who are not in school anymore, I think deep down you know I'm right. Summer sucks. All right, easy transition here. You know what else sucks? Conference realignment talk. I hate conference realignment talk. I hate that the fact that we even have to talk about it. I especially hate it because, yes, this is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. Emphasis on basketball. This is not a Kansas football show. And yet the whole thing about conference realignment it's all football center. This takes me back 10 years when I was doing shows, really, I guess, working on my craft. Some of you say that I probably still need to work on my craft. But I was doing a big for KJHK, the student radio channel there at KU, right there in the Union, previously in the shack next to the football stadium, which was some real college radio type experience. And that's when conference realignment first happened. Mizzou. Texas A&M left, Colorado went to the Pac-12, Nebraska to the Big Ten, West Virginia came in, and I hated talking about it then, and I hate it even more so now. I really don't like it because it's not something I can see. Like, I want to talk about what's happening on the court, right? I want to talk about David McCormack's post moves. Ooh, what's up with that screen and roll game for Kansas? No, this is happening in boardrooms. It's happening in convention centers. It's shady meetings by shady people. Except for you, Travis Goff, your stand-up citizen, new athletic director for Kansas. <laughs> no, it's, it's not something that we're really plugged into. At least I'm not. Sorry. This is not the show if you're, if you're looking for an inside source on conference realignment talk. But I am good at reading between the tea leaves, and I am good at telling you what really matters here. So, yeah, I despise this topic. I despise... For those of you who just follow sports overall, it just feels so similar to the – I saw this is from Ray Ratto, the, the famous, famously grumpy columnist formerly of the San Francisco Chronicle, kind of now just a freelance writer. But he called it 
he saw the parallels between this and the, the European Super League, right? Where 12 teams, 12 of the bigger clubs over there in Europe, think teams like Chelsea, Barcelona, Juventus, uh, Real Madrid, the teams that consider themselves high and mighty in European soccer, or football, tried to form their own league, their own competition. And, you know, they could say all they wanted that it was for the best games and the best teams every week, but it was because they could get heaps and mountains of cash. And this is what this feels like again. Texas and Oklahoma are shooting shots across the brow of the Big 12 and really college football and college athletics in general, saying that they would like an invitation. Like, I'm not even sure. I guess I don't know how to word this. Like, is Oklahoma and Texas lifting up their skirts and saying, Yoo-hoo, I'd be welcome to your advances, SEC. Why don't you come on over here and, and see what we're selling? We're a good time. Yeah, we're Texas and Oklahoma. We are hot. And Texas is kind of the friend standing behind Oklahoma saying, hey, look, we're, we're sexy, but we don't really bring anything to the table anymore except a lot of, you know, blowing hard and pretending like we're a big deal. We make, <laughs> we've got daddy's money. Boy, are we wealthy, but we don't really bring much, bring much to the table, do we? Screw you, Texas. So, yeah, here, that's what we're looking at here. This is all about football. This is why I didn't like it 10 years ago, because Kansas was clearly dangling in the wind as a basketball school. God forbid you're not good at football or bring anything football-wise. And we're right back in the scenario. Now, Kansas, I do believe, is a little bit better suited as we sit here right now. Only slightly. Now, I'll get to that in a second. So here are the things I think you need to keep in mind as all this realignment talk happens. Maybe taking down some preconceived notions you may have had from last time. You know, the scarring is just starting to heal from the last time realignment talk happened. So I, I want to start with what truly is probably happening here. And I turn to my friend, our friend, friend of the program, and Truly Kansas Athletics insider and guy who has finger on the pulse, Mike Vernon. He was all over the AD hiring. He was all over the football coach hiring process. Like he's not really a journalist anymore. He's not a part of the KU Athletic Department, but he does have his finger pretty firmly placed on the pulse of what's happening. So in regards to Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC, then this is now a quote from his tweet yesterday. Why would UT and OU go to a more crowded conference where TV revenue gets split into smaller pieces? They wouldn't. But what if the SEC was exploring a landmark change? What if the SEC was looking into leaving the NCAA? That gets their attention. I think there is in reference to OU and Texas. So, yeah, there's, there's been rumblings about this for a while now. I believe Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, just said, yeah, that might happen here pretty soon. He seems resigned to that, that conferences could leave the NCAA, start their own deal, 
and it would just be a free for all. Be crazy. Be crazy. So if the SEC were the first and only to do that at first, I think OU and Texas, they see something and they clearly want to be a part of that. So that's truly what's probably happening here in that regards. Now, again, something to keep in mind in regards to Kansas's position and just to think about when reading the articles, the tweets, and all the minutiae. When all this was happening before, people were saying, why in the world are Rutgers and Maryland going to the Big Ten? Why does the Big Ten even care about Rutgers and Maryland? It was pretty simple. Rutgers brought the New York, New Jersey market, and then Maryland brought the D.C. Beltway market. This was cable TV driven. Colorado, the Denver market, Utah, the Salt Lake City, again, Rocky Mountain market, was brought over to now the, the now Pac-12. Trust me, people in Seattle and such don't care about Salt Lake City. But you bring a little extra TV market revenue, all of a sudden things look a little bit more rosy. Although it didn't work out for the Pac-12, did it? Big 10 expands. Yes, Nebraska and Lincoln is not a big TV market, but Nebraska as a brand and in terms of TV ratings and the fans and the eyeballs that they bring are humongous. And the Big Ten couldn't say no. But now it's not about markets. It's, it's not about where are you located. And that's exactly what Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, said and what he talked about at Big 12 Media recently, Media Day recently. This is a direct quote, and this is from Matt Tate's article that he released today showing that, yeah, things are happening. In terms of realignment, Commissioner Bilesby said, quote, it's really moot on that question, he said. (laughs) Good job. Way to have some foresight. But he then went on to explain how the last round of realignment was about cable households, And with digital production and streaming becoming a player in the broadcast revenue game, those household markets were not nearly as important any longer. Excuse me. You then went on to say a lot of the motivation for realignment is no longer there. So take all that with a grain of salt, if you will. He thought that the point of realignment wasn't there anymore. And here we are talking about it on this, the Lord's blessed day, July 22nd, 2021. So the streaming part and the fact that it's not necessarily about markets anymore is what I think does help out Kansas a little bit. Yes, KU sucks at football, although we'll see. Lance Leopold could be a good hire, could be building some building blocks. I may watch a game or two this year. Maybe. But Kansas has a brand. And Kansas has eyeballs. Again, think on the same line I just said about Nebraska, right? People want to watch Kansas. Well, basketball. But again, I am from Los Angeles. And this is not KU territory. And yet, I have seen a good amount of KU license plates. I've seen a good amount of KU gear around town. I know of at least one pretty bustling KU watch party bar 
it gets pretty packed to the gills for Kansas games. So, and that's just out West. That's not even talking about throughout the Midwest, throughout the Texas area. I know there's a lot of Minnesota KU fans, uh, you know, all throughout the nation, East coast, West coast. And Kansas already streams a lot. So you want to talk about streaming revenue. You want to talk about the potential and the, the desire for the new generation of consuming media. Can, Kansas and KU are sort of on the forefront of that. KU fans hate it, and they grumble about it every year on Twitter, I see. The whole Jayhawk network, quote-unquote Jayhawk network. But it's a little revolutionary. Not as revolutionary as the Longhorn Network, which Texas started 10 years ago. And that they probably have to ditch, by the way, should they go to the SEC. It's another thing to keep in mind. Remember, you're listening to the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show here in the Believe Podcast Network. Send me your thoughts. Look, this can go any which way. Right now, we're just talking about things to keep in mind as we talk about conference realignment. So don't worry so much about TV markets. Something else to remember, Travis Goff. I just mentioned him. He is the new athletic director for the University of Kansas. So if you're thinking the Big 12 is done, they're effed, what's going to happen to Kansas? Well, keep in mind Travis Goff's previous job, employer. He was at Northwestern. So he's got big 10 roots. But something even more important to keep in mind are his ties to ACC commissioner Jim Phillips. And should the Big 12 go kaput, which I don't know, it feels kind of likely right now, 50-50 at least. You know, Travis Goff has ties to both of the most likely destinations for Kansas. Big 10, regionally, culturally, fits a little bit better. Look, none of these options are good. Kansas belongs in the Big 12. Talking about regionally and culturally, I mean, Nebraska still needs to be here. Colorado. Like, the the teams of the Plains, of the Central Midwest, down to Texas or so, like, that's the Big 12. This is a region. These are teams. These are fan bases are actually around each other, Iowa State. You know, Kansas and Minnesota, I I know I said there's a lot of fans up there, but Kansas and the state of Michigan, like, it just doesn't work culturally, athletically. Let them duke it out in non-conference play and bowl games. Well, not Kansas and Ohio State, but, (laughs) or Michigan. But, or basketball-wise, at the very least. But, If they're going to move, I would prefer the Big Ten, Big Ten Network, the schools, the destinations, right? Could you imagine some of the travel days, the tailgating for Big Ten games? It is better than Big 12. I'll give you that. Go to Madison, Columbus, Bloomington, Champaign-Urbana, Evanston, which is right next to Chicago, of course. So already the options are looking kind of Kind of yummy for Big Ten. But regardless, Travis Goff, Big Ten roots, knows his mentor is the commissioner of the ACC. 
in the basketball. Oof, they go to the ACC. Good Lord. Duke, Carolina, need I say more? So, Travis Goff was hired with the intention that there could be need for conference realignment or at least to do some work about conference realignment. And next thing you know, less than a year later, he's already having to deal with it. But he was hired with that in mind. Like it was a prerequisite. How is this new athletic director going to do when the going gets tough in regards to conference realignment? So some good foresight there on the university's part. I think this next point, this is the one I really want to hammer home. And if you weren't listening, if you're bored, this is the one I think you really got to perk your ears to. KU needs to ditch K-State. And I'm not saying this in a rivalry sense, kind of, but not really. This is like a purely political, geographic kind of sense. Because this is what killed KU 10 years ago. They would not let go of their state university brotherhood and a conference like the Pac-12, like the ACC, like the Big Ten. We're like, I think we could take the brand of Kansas, even without the football. I remember this being the case. I talked about this way too many times. I don't know if it was a legislative thing. I don't know if it was death lug departments, but they're like two scared children in, in a corner. Well, there's like an invasion outside their home. Like, hold on to me. Never let go. I never will. They're grown up. It's 10 years or 10 years down the line. Kansas needs to ditch K state. There is nothing prestigious prestigious <laughs> my KU education about K-State no national championships the brand is weak Bill Snyder is gone the football program is going to go back into the toilet Kansas needs to get away from K-State and act selfishly because if you don't you're going to get left in the dust Matt Tate in his article was a really good article and the fact that he's writing this article shows that there's when there's smoke, there's fire. He said that KU needs to push forward. They need to be proactive is the word. And not to apologize for it. Be proactive and don't apologize. This is me taking it one step further. Because I think he's saying by being proactive... You know, don't worry about like the conference. I truly think it's just one thing. Do not worry. In fact, walk up the road, head straight north, due north, with a middle finger behind you to K State in the conference. Because if you don't, you're going to be screwed, especially for a school that is a total zero in football. I'm talking about KU, obviously. If you bring nothing football-wise, but you still have the opportunity, you got to do it. Because the Big 12 is on its final, final moments here. And at this point, you got to do what you got to do. 
I want the Big 12 to succeed. Don't get me wrong. I just feel pretty confident saying it's not going to succeed. I mean, for Christ's sake, West Virginia is in the Big 12. Right? Like, West Virginia doesn't fit in this conference. You don't want to end up in the American, right? Look what happened to UConn. Remember when UConn mattered? Now their basketball program is mediocre. Their football team was never that good, but they had moments. I think they made a BCS Bowl. You don't want to go to the American. Be proactive, as Matt Tate says. And as I'm saying, don't be a local hero. All those hisses, all those bad words and insults you'll, you'll hear from Manhattan, it won't matter. Because you know what matters, at least to the decision makers and all this? If it mattered to me, like I said, Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri would still be in the Big 12. But again, take off your childhood glasses and realize what's happening here. What matters to these people are the bottom line. And if you join the Big 10 or if you join the ACC, yeah, you can just plug your ears with wads of cash from those hisses and insults coming from Manhattan and Ames and whatever. Maybe you bring Iowa State with you. They have a built-in rivalry with Iowa as it is in the Big Ten. Boo, you traitors. Boo, how could you do this? I can't hear you. I have $100 bills in my ears. I can insult Texas A&M and Missouri and Colorado all I want and Nebraska. They don't care. They're happy where they're at right now. Maybe not Colorado. I think Nebraska (laughs) might have a little buyer's remorse, but that's just because their program isn't what it used to be, and they're actually terrible. I should say mediocre. And now when they play like Ohio State and they just get beat down, like, ugh. At least when we were getting beat down by Oklahoma, it was like a historic rivalry. <laughs> All right, let me know what you think. Stay cool out there. Stay safe. Looks like the cases are rising once again, so that's just terrible to see. I'm back in my local gym having to wear a mask again. After a nice little respite of being able to breathe, but uh, back to it. So get vaccinated. Don't be dumb. Appreciate you listening. And I will talk with you next week. Who knows what will happen? Maybe Kansas will be a new member of the Big Ten by this time next week. I mean, there's been a flurry of activity in just 24 hours. Would love to get back to talking about what's on the court. We'll see what happens. The world dictates what we talk about. Time has been a flat circle. Take care. Have a good weekend. Rock Chalk. One, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.